Tonight on the Movie Crew Podcast, Quaker Oats presents Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. No! Your spirit, all your money. And you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. Satan lives. The air is one. Fill your hand, you son of a bitch. This city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. The mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Who can take a sunrise, sprinkle it with dew, cover it in chocolate and a miracle or two? The candy man, the candy man can. The candy man can, as he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. Welcome to the podcast, Movie Crew Podcast, Movie Makers Talking Movies. We're your host, I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. The Candyman can, Brian. Yeah, he can. I was always thinking of like Tony Todd the entire time I was even singing that oh, song. Oh, dude, me too, bro. Hooking everything. <laughs> and many times they said Candyman, bro, he was already there. <laughs> Definitely said it more than five times. <laughs> and we also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. Oh, that's Mike TV tonight. Oh my goodness. You need to be yelling everything, though. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. Ah. And we also have with this costume designer, <laughs> Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, here we are talking Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. With those dry uh, like deliveries, Brian, I think you're actually Wonka in, in this when we were trying to figure that out I, earlier. I could see you falling over in front of a crowd of people. Purposely oh. to trick them, yes. Oops, I'm falling over again. <laughs> did he fall over for real or did he just lose his cane and he decided to go with it? No, that's planned. It was planned so you know not to trust him ever. Ever. Yes. Ever. Is he telling the truth? Is he not telling the truth? Oh, you yeah. Isn't that what uh, Gene Wilder said in an interview? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it does that, but sure. Sure it does. It's not what it seems. Everybody's like, oh my God, we haven't seen Wonka in, you know, 20 years. He's a decrepit old man now. Can't even walk down the street. Yeah, he's like 35. <laughs> Is he 30? I, I, I didn't want to look him up because I didn't want to feel bad about myself. But yeah, he's probably 35. And so are all the old people in the bed that haven't moved in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say my favorite, like... Uh, conspiracy theory about this movie is that the grandpa is just like an evil character who, <laughs> <laughs> who who is like basically taking advantage of his entire family. I have to say, 
I, I, I always felt like you could never trust the Grinch, but not because he can suddenly start walking. <laughs> oh, I but, mean, I feel like it's oh, because that's 100%. 100%. Yes, he, exactly. Because he suddenly yes. started walking. Oh, like, well, damn I it, Joe. For- what the fuck? Well, by the, <laughs> at the end of it, though, at the end of it, when he's like, well, you know, fuck this. Let's go. Let's go sell this everlasting gobstop. Like that always horrified me as a kid. I was like, what do you mean you're going to sell Joe. out? Yep. <laughs> Slugworth wants his money. I don't know. I just I think from the perspective of Charlie's mom, like here she is taking care of her parents and her fucking like in-laws from a dad who's nowhere to be seen, never mentioned, not heard of. She's taking care of four people. Well, yeah, no, but there's two sets of grandparents. There's two sets of grandparents in that fucking bed. Right. And they they call them both grandparents, which means one of them is her in-laws or ex-in-laws. And the way that Charlie treats them, like, you know, when Charlie comes home, everybody lights up. They're like, holy fuck, Charlie's home. Wake up, everybody. <laughs> Charlie's home. And then Charlie goes around, and he goes around to everybody in order of the of the way that he loves them. And he goes all <laughs> the way down <laughs> to fucking, like, you know, uh, <laughs> Grandpa Joe. And, like, you already know everybody else in the house hates Grandpa Joe because he's fucking Charlie's favorite. Also because he's a lying you, asshole. You're bringing in a lot of baggage that is, is like really assumed off the front end here, Jared. This this is years of watching this. I'm just like, you're like holy shit. Oh, is this one you watched uh, over and over again? I think everyone's watched this one over and over again. Yeah. I don't know about over and over again. I've definitely seen it many times over the years, but it's been like Have you seen six... it more than you've seen True Lies? Fuck no. Oh, okay. Yeah, me neither. I just mm. rewatched True Lies again <laughs> for like two weeks ago. Okay, well, you need to catch up. I I've, I think I've seen this like four or five times total ever in my yeah entire it's probably probably same yeah I don't know I've I've, I've always just I, I don't think I've ever read this movie the way everybody else reads it everybody always talks about this movie as being like you know scary and even Gene Wilder when he's like oh you just you never you never know what Willy Wonka's gonna do you don't know if he's lying to you or not and I don't know it's just watching it as a kid and even now I, I'm just like. I never get the the scary part. I just take everything, I guess, as this fantasy. I never worry about these kids actually dying and being in harm's way. I know, like, I, and that blows people, my, my, my mind that people are like, these kids died. And it's like, come on, Most clearly. people think they died. I don't think they've no, died. I don't oh, there's they a whole died. ass line at the end of the movie where it's like, okay, 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 let me set it straight. They're all going to be fine when they leave the place. It'll be fine. I promise. Okay, go away. Yeah, it's a, it's a candy <laughs> land. Like, it wouldn't be that harmful. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got lollipop trees. I, I, I can't be that scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I read that actually it was adults who thought the movie was scary and were upset on behalf of their children, not that the children thought it was scary. Like children understand oh, what's happening yeah. here. Yep. And I totally I totally agree. I did not find this movie scary at all when I was a kid. And like watching it now, I'm kind of like, yeah, I guess it's a little fucked up. <laughs> but oh, as a, a kid, in the middle, yeah. Well, there's a lot that's there's a lot, up in a lot this. more than that. But, yeah. Yeah. but as a kid, uh, I you know I thought it was fine. It's a, it's a movie, and they're being it's all over the top, and that's what movies are. It's a morality play, also, which you totally understand as a kid. Like you're like, oh, this is what bad kids yeah. do, <laughs> and this kids is how I'm need not going to see act. <laughs> other like dickhead kids getting what's coming to them. Like yeah. that is integral to being a child. Is that kid's an asshole? And look at them get what's fuck them like absolutely roll that bitch away and it's important too because Charlie is also an asshole and Charlie breaks the rules and you see him repent and so he's okay 
it's important he to didn't, see that he too, broke the rules but it, you know grandpa kind of like pushed yeah, him he, there he broke okay. the rules because it's, 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 it's not about was an asshole but he's still it's broke not the about rules. breaking the rules <laughs> it's not about breaking the rules because because if anything wonka is all about breaking rules breaking the rules of society and everything it's that you you know you do the right thing no matter what right he repented and he was like yes. it's, you know you know i understand i'm being punished for this and like i'm not going to retaliate why didn't those other kids like uh you know uh, why because did they, they were going to the give the sh- they, they were going to give the damn uh, stuff away to slug well, well you don't know yeah. that for sure we they didn't get to okay we do know because door. veruca is obviously a bad egg it's very clear like uh, there's uh, no saving right. her, uh, uh, maybe her. <laughs> and her dad and her dad <laughs> The other kids, they're not. <laughs> Clearly, the only thing that's corrupting Charlie is Grandpa Joe. <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> if we can remove him from that situation, he's going to be fine. He is the yeah, worst. Except character. for Grandpa Joe is the immediately like, oh, we get to live here too, right? Like, he inherits the chocolate factory, and that means everyone's coming, right? He's like, fuck he goes home, like, we all get our own beds now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you said something earlier about how the adults were the ones that were offended for the sake of their children that was my experience as a kid like i don't think my parents let me watch this when i was younger because they were like oh no that movie is like kind of freaky and then i maybe saw it like a friend's house or some shit and was like okay i see what you're where you're coming from on that but also like they're eating candy dial it back mom i don't know my parents let me see it uh i i did have a yeah i i don't know i think I, I think it's, this is actually really good for kids because yes, you see kids like acting like little assholes, and like your question is like, why are they so bad at the beginning? And then you see them all get punished, and you hear the little songs about how you're supposed to behave, and it's like, oh, that makes sense. It makes sense. Okay, I understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that what's really interesting about the songs is it's not just pointed at kids; it's also to, uh, you know. What do you get when your kid is a brat? You know, basically, yep, it's also yep. like parents, you need to fucking raise your kids right. So it's also like, you know, have some uh, responsibility for your children because it's your fault that they're little shits. Maybe that's also why parents didn't like it. They're like, right? oh, wait, they're like, no, no, it can't be me. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you're saying I have an influence on my children? Wait a minute. That's not why I send them to that expensive school. <laughs> is it weird that the tone flips so dramatically when the Oompa Loompas start singing? And all of a sudden, it becomes a sing-along with words on the screen, or is that works. just so old and so ingrained in your kid psyche that you're just like, sure? I it does take you out a little. Yeah, bit. It, it is weird, <laughs> um, but I did Thank I you, did Brian. appreciate it because it's probably one of the only ways you'll be able to actually see the full frame. Because when when that first one happens, uh, like the, uh, the kind of the squares lean in, you know, and you get like these little squares and the words in between. That's actually the full frame because the movie's shot in that aspect ratio, but we're seeing in a cropped aspect ratio, which is annoying. I just or where did you guys watch it? It was it all cropped for you? Uh, I watched it on Max. It, on it was Max, supposed yeah. to be uh, one eight five. Uh, it was projected theatrically one eight five original release. It oh was, really? It was shot open mat, and then when it was uh, dumped off to VHS, that's they just used the open mat. So it it did it didn't. There was no need for a pan and scan. Hmm. For the four, so if you get the VHS, VHS then you actually have the full frame. Yeah, but like if the you only go, time in history, if you go back and look at stills <laughs> wow. of that and compare that online, it's really weird framing because you know there, like, there's a lot of like uh, headroom, or there'll be a lot of a lot of foot room. It's just like it, it's so bizarre. It's not balanced correctly. But what we saw was actually the way it was f- intended to be framed. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, I, I feel better about it then. And HBO Max actually had the the bars on it. Yep. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. To go back to your question, it does change when you have a little sing along 
bit. It does change the tone a little bit, but I also think they really wanted to drive home that point. I I feel like they very I don't I don't know I could be making this up, but I feel like they very much were like let's put the words on the screen so that people know exactly what we're saying here. And people can't no watch the movie with subtitles in the theaters. Let's do it for them. Well, well it, they they've all asked also have already eaten the candy growing out of the ground, so they're tripping balls by this point. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, that's an interesting way to think about it. Oh, that is interesting. So during the songs, I think. There's there's a, there's a couple moments, uh, the Oompa Loompa songs, and uh, the mom song at the very beginning. The director, oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that shit. Director has no idea what the fuck to show on screen. There <laughs> has no That's idea true. what the fuck. That's so, when they get to the Oompa yeah. Loompa song, they're like, "Well, what are we gonna do? Where are they going? Oh, they're just going into the next room. So we'll we'll just do something with the Oompa Loompas. Well, they're they're ducking their head in out. Well, this is kind of boring. What else are we going to do? I don't know. Animate some fucking text on screen. Boom. Problem <laughs> solved. Move on. And, like, even with the mom, when she's singing her song about, like, you know, oh, Charlie, I'll make you happy. Charlie's walking away all by himself, lonely, and it's like, director, I don't know if we're doing song visuals here. This, right. I don't know about yeah. this. Hmm. Okay, actually, yeah, the Cheer Up Charlie song, while beautiful great job singing i guess uh it doesn't like it doesn't fit at all it's i hated that part when i was a kid like as an adult i can appreciate it but it doesn't fit at all in the movie i must have seen like a tv version of this movie because i don't remember that song at all and it came on really it's like wait the mom is fucking no, most, singing most what people zone out on? during that part of the film yeah it's um, i mean it's definitely <laughs> a commercial break i was like oh i need more yeah booze. that's when you go get more kool-aid yeah, yeah um, you, know, you go to the bathroom not miss a lot of plot but with with all the singing you know at, at one point uh the uh i think it's veruca's dad uh he's like oh he's singing you know? Oh yeah. So yeah. so if, if they acknowledge that he's singing, uh, do it, are all the songs like actually happening? P- people just break out into song in this Don't world. Don't you just break out? I mean, into yeah. Song sometimes, come on. Well, I always think Jared, that th- th- those are more just like larger expressions of emotion. <laughs> like you know, we're just really dragging out the emotion, and so basically we're showing it in song because we got to like really get that you know ninety minutes for some reason. But yeah, when he pointed out that, oh, he's singing, I was like, okay, so they actually all see each other sing in this. I think he was just pointing out how crazy he is. (laughs) There's no earthy way of knowing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the acid trip tunnel in the middle was, uh, that that is, I don't have words for it. (laughs) Because they definitely look like they're just standing in one place while the Oompa Loompas are like spinning the wheel where it's not going anywhere, but very clearly like just shit shining on the wall and then he says we're here and they turn the lights on and it's like they haven't moved actually they were well, just, just like that first little elevator that they went into the little room with the door you know oh yeah the world happens around you all these sets feel like doctor who or like early star trek sets very much well it's very doctor who this was 100 yeah. percent the way doctor who's like 20 years looked yeah very cheap <laughs> yeah this whole movie looks cheap yeah I mean, even for the time, you know, like several Bond films had been out by this point. So, I don't, you know, bigger budgets, but still. Do you think they wanted it to look cheap? It's a kid's picture. I mean, like, like from a from a philosophical perspective, where they're like, I mean, we could we could like triple the budget and make all this shit look amazing, or we could just, you know, Peter Pan the fuck out of it. Well, it wasn't about the movie; it was about selling chocolate. I mean, that's why it's copyright. Quaker Oats Company. Yes, so I saw that in the really beginning. Care. This time around, I had no idea before, and I was like, "Did that just say copyright Quaker Oats?" 
Did anyone else see that? I don't see anybody eating oatmeal in this thing. Like really, <laughs> like like instead of instead of like cabbage water, they should have all been eating oatmeal. Oh, well, did you water. see uh, like it's all the brands that cabbage water. Quaker Oat had? No. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they own so much shit. It's insane. They own way more than oats. Yeah, that's true. Although, like, they're more of a conglomerate umbrella company at this point. Yeah, but the producer was like, what, doing TV specials? <laughs> and Quaker Oats like, hey, we bought a chocolate company. We're gonna make chocolate bars. I got just the property for you. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you know how to get that money, it's good for you. Yeah, very bizarre. Working your connections, though, I guess. Well, it, it worked for Ninja Turtles. Sell pizza, you know? So it, it, it works every now and then. And eventually the Wonka thing took off. You know, it just took a while. Yeah, because that candy bar didn't come out when the movie did, right? No, it did. And, and apparently uh, it, it, their, their, their mixture was off and it would melt. Okay, see, I, had to. I, oh, I, I wow. saw the producer say that on Behind the Scenes. I saw his yeah. quote uh, repeated everywhere, but I couldn't find any photos or any original Wonka bars. It's because they melted before in, in the lights trying to like take the photo, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> They've been exposed to oxygen and heat. Yeah. There they are dissipating. <laughs> like the packaging, too? Like, I can't get yeah, a man, photo of the packaging? Weird. No, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, wow. it, was, it, was edi- it was edible packaging. You didn't even have to unwrap it. You know, it's Wonka shit. Well, it's on TV. <laughs> I'm starting to see they why the they were melting. And they made them small. This would be an amazing program. Like, no. We need to invest in rappers. <laughs> Throwing bars. Anyone else find it weird that at the beginning of the movie, uh, during the Candyman song, Charlie Bucket is staring through the window, wanting candy. He's got no money. And but but the fucking candy man is going on a damn like crazy like giving away candy candy's for free. Everyone. Candy like, for everyone. And Charlie candy doesn't go in everyone. and get any free candy. He's like, fuck, <laughs> I need money to get candy. But the candy man's gone crazy. Like <laughs> Candy Man was also looking real intently at one of those little girls like He smacked one in the girl. face. Oh he God. smacked one in the face with the uh with the have you ever seen that? Have you guys seen this? When he when he throws some of the candy? No, no, no! Like he he opens up the uh, the actual like counter and he hits this little girl in the face. Oh with, my with, god! With the door. No, I did not see yeah. that. It, Just the, the the little girl at the end when he's like standing. It's the on second the, time. See, so the first little... time he opens, he comes through and he, and he sings whatever. And it's when he opens up the counter and lets all the kids behind the counter for some reason yeah. and letting them go crazy eating all the candy. That's um, in the moment when he knows he we know he's gone off his rocker. Yeah. So he he didn't even care that he smacked this little kid in the face. <laughs> he's trying to call the other candy man with the hook. Look, he's the candy man <laughs> at day. He's also the candy man at night. He's just getting a little excited in the candy shop right now because he's thinking about nighttime activities. Giving away all that sugar. They're children. <laughs> well, you know, at, at night, you know, that's when the adults come in, you know. The candy comes out, turns yeah. into a bar, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, not, it's no longer a soda fountain. It's, yeah, it's like a know. speakeasy <laughs> he's actually, right there. He, he's mixing, like, fucking, like, moonshine and shit into the, uh, <laughs> all that's the candy why all the stuff. kids come back. Here, are kids. It Try is strange how all the kids like it, as soon as school ends, everybody runs to the candy shop. Did you, were you guys like super into candy when you were little kids? I have never experienced this in my life. No. Okay, uh, what are you talking about? Every, don't all kids like candy? But also, yeah, uh, no, well, no, no, no. The running I, I have, straight have, to a candy shop after there, school there, there, and there then was, like spending all your fucking money. Yeah, and, like, I actually have a little bit of this <laughs> in in my childhood. Yeah, there was a cor- there, there was a corner shop we would go to. No, yeah. my parents told me that there were no more candy stores. That was a thing of the past. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Way to go. I mean, like, <laughs> we had like Walgreens, you know. 
We had seven. And I didn't run to Walgreens, no. Yeah, we had convenience stores. And no, I did not run to the convenience store to get candy. We did not have a candy store in our town growing up. Yeah. No. Yeah. The only time I ever remember seeing candy stores when you go someplace like fucking like Branson, Missouri or something like oh, that. Oh, God. They've got like a. Like an old old school like soda fountain or candy store, but we had like this little corner store called Barfields. We walked past going to school. We go in there, and they'd have candy cigarettes. And you guys remember like Dr Pepper gum and stuff like that. Uh, we'd go in there and buy all those like bubble tape. You know, bubble definitely tape. had our candy moments. Yeah, I remember bubble tape. I was not allowed to have candy cigarettes because it's a gateway drug. Yeah, and they, they, you know they uh, they're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> they were gross. Like who the fuck they, would ever terrible. eat those? <laughs> they're like sea kids. Cigarettes are nasty. <laughs> they're not even, they don't even make good candy. <laughs> now the bubblegum cigars. I don't know. I bet to say those are cool. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And they're always it's the shittiest bubblegum. It's like the bubblegum that comes in a fucking like a uh, pack of uh, baseball cards. It's all hard and shit. Yeah, yeah it's, tr- it's just total doo doo. Wait, this is actually an interesting question. Like, where did where did I like where do kids get all their candy from? Because kids always have candy. <laughs> Today, like. I mean, every time you go to the gas station, you can't not get like six or seven thousand calories of candy. Yeah, maybe it's just like all at the gas station, and I would that's just like, it save now. it or something. What? No, that's way too expensive. You go to a grocery store. Grocery yeah. store? Maybe yeah, grocery maybe store. Walgreens, okay, but like no, yeah, you go but, to a gas station, yeah, yeah. you're gonna be broke. I think you're going to have your kids more often with you at the gas station, right? So that's that's more often when they would have a chance to possibly get. You sit candy. in the car. If you're getting out of the car, you're pumping the gas. <laughs> Let me learn you something, kid. <laughs> you got you got to have uh, strict discipline and, and rules, you know. Fall into formation, Jared is what I always like to say. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> you broke the rules. I didn't see any rules, Dad. <laughs> You signed the contract. Right, right here. Fine print. <laughs> uh, I learned something uh, this most recent viewing. I learned what a tinker was. Do you guys know what a tinker is? Yeah. Well, I did because I looked what? it up, too. Because I was like, what the fuck is what this guy? What the fuck is this guy? And yeah, then they knives drop and it. shit. They drop a oh, line in dialogue uh, later. He's got a cart of knives. You know? so he's like randomly like talking to a kid on the street. No hey. one's ever seen it in like 20 years. No one goes in and no one comes out. I meant to look it up, but I forgot. I assumed he's someone who sharpens knives, but what is... Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. It's a person well, who travels from place to knives? place mending metal utensils. Because he's going to yeah. murder people in the streets. No. Fucking You're going to hide it. You're not going to like advertise it. He, well, sharp, he clearly no, sharpens he's like, knives. Excuse me. Have like you the- seen my cleaver? This is also the body where I put the cut up pieces of your body. He's like the neighbor in Home Alone with the shovel, you know? He uses the salt in the shovel to hide his bodies. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine if you just like... He looked terrifying. Were you like your friendly neighborhood murderer and you like advertise like your services like that? <laughs> little car Cleaning on. service. Cleaning service. <laughs> Bring out your dead. <laughs> or those you want to be. <laughs> 20% off for Christmas. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's nice. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, yeah. It's an end of the year savings. Let's make sure it's the most wonderful time of Wanna the year. Want to save money on your Christmas presents this year? <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> Tinker toys. Tinker toys. There you go. This, this seems like a good break point. We, we got a break point. Yeah, we're struggling yeah, here for some are. reason. You know. We're gonna, you know what? We're, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna play the trailer for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and we'll be back. How does it make you feel to be the first golden ticket finder? Hundred. 
Mike, the country wants to hear from you. The world is waiting. Can't you shut up? I'm busy. You're a rotten, mean fellow. You never give me anything I want. And I won't go to school till I have it. Violet. Call it, Mother. Open it, Charlie. Let's see that golden ticket. Wouldn't that be fantastic? It's not fair to raise his hopes. Never mind. Go on, open it, Charlie. I want to see that gold. Stop it, Dad. I've got the same chance as anybody else, haven't I? I never dreamed that I would climb over the moon in ecstasy, but nevertheless, it's there that I'm shortly about to be. Because I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden chance to make my way. And with a golden ticket, it's a golden day. I'm so glad you could come. This is going to be such an exciting day. <laughs> Little surprises around every corner, but nothing dangerous. Don't be alone. <laughs> There's no earthly way of knowing <laughs> He's singing. which direction we are going. That was a trailer for Mel Stewart's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That trailer was terrible. That trailer was sweet. That trailer was garbage. It was garbage. like the whole fucking movie on Fast Forward. Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. Like most trailers these days. Three of the five kids, you saw how they ended. Well, I don't know that it's a secret, is it? I mean, any book adaptation obviously has people who have read it before. But yeah, for the sake of the movie, that's that's a spoiler. I didn't need to know the elevator shot out of the freaking glass. Right? That's how you in the trailer. I'm going to be thinking about that the entire time I'm watching the movie in the theater. Are you, though? Yes. Is that really yes. ever actually 100%. thinking 100%. about the trailer when you're watching Every something? fucking time I watch the trailer before the movie, yes. <sighs> Only if I was... the shot is cool and memorable. Yeah. 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 I waited the entire movie of Rogue One for that time when she was in the little circular tunnel giving the speech that she gives to the rebels. You always ain't go no, back to that ain't no speech. Ain't no speech in that movie. Because that, that one hurts the most, Jared Keller. It hurts the most. <laughs> TIE fighter <laughs> moving between the camera and the person when she's on like that little thing at the end of the movie. That looks sh- cool as shit in the trailer. It's not in the movie. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Okay, so was it weird that the Slugworth, Slughorn, whatever the fuck his name is, um, 
lawyer dude is like exactly where every person shows up with the tickets. Like I had he a somehow magically that. knows where the ticket is exactly. I think they're the dropping the tickets get. on specific kids that they've like vetted and they get them to because he's always there when the ticket's found. Right, right. Like yeah. the first one, kind of. I, I, there's a little bit of of some room for like, oh, well, now it's the TV broadcast, and he's showing up after it's happened. But fucking Charlie, like that kid show that kid. He opens it, and then it's he's immediately there. Like he, he's in he the know? he's in the factory when when they find it in, in right. Bruca's like, uh, and he's in, trying in, to talk the to the factory. girl that that unwrapped it first, and then he's like, oh, you're giving it away. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to her then. Well, wait, wait. Clear, clearly, they have some sort of GPS tracking on the. I don't think they've vetted the, these the kids. I think they kind of have a general idea of where the tickets are going. They say it's completely random, but let's look at everything that he has going on in his factory. It's clearly not. He clearly has some general idea, and he has access to technology that they that was not real yet. I, I was. I would assume they were somehow tracking it. Not that the kids. Well, are I, I think this. I think the same people who made his machines made the ones in Edward Scissorhands. They don't work quite well, yeah. but they, they work good <laughs> enough. Yeah. Oh, you need boxing gloves to make things get Yeah, yeah, and everything's kind of like halfway missing when it's doing things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the Slugworth guy being there at every time is, is kind of odd. And he's also super handsy, and he's all up in people's ears and shit. You know, like like, like touching people. Like, hey, let he me has tell you about that. important secret information, Jared. He has to be. Okay, so he he works for Willy Wonka. So then, in the, the book, he wasn't supposed to. That was actually supposed to be Slugworth. Yeah, but so in the movie, there are they trying to imply then that so Willy Wonka picked Charlie ahead of time. Yes, mm-hmm. he's like, I hoped it would be you. He even says that. Well, I think I, I don't. Again, I don't think they vetted these kids because why would he vet any of the other kids? Um, I think that just like from meeting Charlie and seeing them come in and seeing how he acts, he was hoping it was Charlie. Read about you in the paper. I never read it that way, but I always, again, I always take this as a s- silly face value film. Um, yeah, okay. Interesting. How did you read it before, Ryan? He let that part wash over him. No, just like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> it was just like, it's a kid's movie, so here comes the villain, and he's just showing up. And then at oh, the end, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, no, okay. I just yeah. I wrote it as sh- shitty kid's writing, I guess, is how I always read it. Oh, no, I 100% agree with you, but I think that if you want to try and explain it with the technology that exists in this world, you can. I agree, it's probably just like a kid's book. He's a I don't know if everywhere. I like that, though. I, you know, I kind of like the idea <laughs> of like everybody being picked out at chance and like all these people kind of fail their test, you know? Yeah. You know, like they're in the room, you know, and they have to search out for the Holy Grail. Oh, you chose wisely. You know, they, they fuck up. They they were touching the things. They didn't they didn't follow the rules. But then if it's kind of like plotted, then he was like luring those kids there. Then this is a little bit more of a horror movie scenario. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because I wasn't He's understanding picking them it. off one by one yeah. as, they, as they fail his tests. He's the original Saw. Exactly. I want to play a game. Well, he has that one moment in the middle where he's like three nasty little children. <laughs> you know, he, he shows his sinister side. All right, okay, I'm coming around on this on this dark movie thing. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe we just needed to talk it out. Well, speaking of <laughs> the dark side of it, 
Uh, Willy Wonka is obviously dark, and we've already discussed Grandpa Joe, but I want to come back to Grandpa Joe because one of the things that I did I have never liked is that when Charlie gets the golden ticket and suddenly he can walk, he suddenly starts singing, I've got a golden ticket. And it's always bothered me because, no, sir, you do not. Right. Right. He, goes, he goes, it's ours, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, immediately this motherfucker is, is taking it as his. Yeah, that always bothered me. I was like, it's always been Charlie's, not yours. Take your mom, kid. Yeah, this old why man has been fucking mom? bedridden for the last twenty years. Your mom's been working her ass off. Like she deserves. It's to because go get some he loves candy. he loves fucking uh, Grandpa Joe more than he does his mom. Yeah, that's. Yeah, Grandpa right. Joe is taking his money that he earned on his paper route, spending it for him instead, and buying him a chocolate bar instead of buying his own tobacco. Look at this guy. Yeah. This is love. How did he get up something. to leave the bed to go buy the chocolate bar when he hasn't been out of the bed? He had his daughter do it. The Charlie's mom, duh. <laughs> this makes sense. Yeah. He actually gave it to Charlie, and Charlie no, forgot no. about buying it for himself. No, her nickname is DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash. I love that this movie like seems like it's sort of like, are they in the UK? But definitely when those helicopter shots are happening at the end of the movie, it's 100% like a little village in Germany. But yeah, they like, all have like, American the accents. We? But then like there's like one UK broadcaster person that's like, here in the UK, we're at well, the they're, they're, te- they're weird teachers, all, all British and shit. Yeah. Oh, I liked the teacher. I thought he was funny. For a student to teach his teacher is presumptuous and rude. <laughs> that guy was such an asshole. <laughs> two, two. I can't even do that. I can't even do two. All right, we're gonna take all of our Friday chats on Monday before we learn the things. Fortunately, it's Tuesday, so that doesn't affect you at all. Today's lesson. <laughs> it's like, holy shit! Oh my god, this guy. He's, He's like, like I stopped understand? drinking, kids. So now we're gonna have tests. But that happened yesterday. Cool. The everlasting gobstopper. Let's talk about that. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I know you've had the the really shitty prop, really, really shitty prop, looking gross kind Why of. Why is it so it does not big? Look like you want to eat it? You couldn't put that in your mouth. It's so big. You just lick it. You know, hold it in your fingers and lick it. Like, why wouldn't it not be just one circular ball? Like, why does it well, need keeps to look you from like swallowing a... it? <laughs> I guess okay, he did say right, it was a okay. work in progress. You guys. Yeah, but I said don't it wasn't know. finished yet. And the machine couldn't figure out how to put all the flavors together, so it just stuck them all in that weird like star shape. Uh, yeah, it's not a ball, so that you can like individually taste parts of the flavors at a time. Okay, but also speaking of the everlasting gobstopper, I was so mad that none of these things existed in real life, and I could not try any. You of can it. buy an everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, that is not the same thing. That is not yeah, how they describe no. it in the they movie. They last for like four it's minutes. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool when you when you buy them in half and like chip a tooth and then you can like see oh, all the yeah, layers. Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> is this from experience here? Yes. My capitalistic <laughs> brain was like, well, how the fuck is he going to make money off of this? Was he going to sell them for like twenty dollars a pop and then each kid's going to get one? No, they're, they're for poor people. He didn't listen. Did Mike? <laughs> no, yeah, he, I know. He, I was like, what am I thinking right now? This is terrible. <laughs> he made it for all the poor kids. That's what he said. Oh, so they can just buy one and be happy. Right. Well, that's generous of him. Also, I thought the whole Slugworth thing was a little bit flimsy where he's like, oh, I need to get my hands on one of those everlasting gumsteppers and then I can finally beat him. Like, just wait until it comes out and then buy one. Yeah, like, because like, everyone all the other companies that. do. Come How, on. <laughs> what are you talking about? And it doesn't make sense because once you get one, because if, if everybody's had one and one is enough for every, anyone, then what's, what's the point? He's right, going to charge right, like, $2 for each one, Jared. <laughs> 
Like he's well, going to charge at, half let, price. Let's think about it because a dollar because well, doesn't at, last forever. It only lasts for a month. At, at the peanut factory, that he said, he said, if, if whoever finds it, you're going to get a dollar. You're going to get uh, one pound one raise, pound, one extra pound. Right. No, he didn't say raise. He said bonus. That one pound. That's just an extra bonus. pound. And everybody's like, yay! Yeah, one whole pound. What what Charlie finds in the fucking gutter, like. <laughs> That was a really big coin. I didn't actually enjoy that moment. Yeah, and you can get at least you can get you can get two candy bars and change back for that. And change back. That's pretty awesome. Okay, uh question. Second viewing, I I caught it. Um so well, I started thinking about it. So on Charlie's birthday, right? The parents give him some Wonka candy, but in the beginning of the movie, they say it's in the Wonka bars. But on his birthday, he does not get a Wonka bar. So why does he think that he's got a chance to get a gold ticket? Did the parents just not know? Is that a prop mishap? Like, what happened No, there? because those things are also, like, they have the scrum diddly umptious bar, which is the long one, the, the chewy things. Then they have that, that little moon pie-looking thing is what he got. Uh, to make it seem like it's going to be in any Wonka product, but you're right. I think it's no, just in Wonka no, bars. They specifically no, they said, said it's in Wonka, Wonka bars. bars. And like, uh, yeah, like the all the people in the in the plants, they're just opening the Wonka bars, right? And when they're auctioning, they're doing the auction, and the queen walks in. Yeah, <laughs> your Majesty, your, majesty. Yeah. <laughs> your husband, or the box of Wonka bars. Hang on, I need a minute. It's just like, how long do I'll I have to decide? <laughs> I think I appreciated those moments the most as an adult. Like, oh, they're so they're time. so random and awesome. Yeah, oh, like yeah. total like, world wait, building. What the fuck is happening right now? Like 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 the actual the, the computer with a conscience. It's like that would be breaking oh. the rules or that, that'd be cheating. <laughs> and he punches the same two fucking yeah. buttons. He's I'm He's like, well, the computer gonna... <laughs> now to fuck off and tell me the answer. I tell him You're exactly a... what to do with a lifetime of chocolate. <laughs> I think that one's my favorite for sure. I just read my notes. It also remind uh, like I also learned what a bean feast is. You know when Veruca's going on her like I want to party. I want a bean feast. What the fuck is a bean feast? You guys ever heard of this? It's a feast of beans. They're the beaniest. You know, it, it's called a. It's also known as a as a as a beena, uh, but it's an informal term for a uh, a, a uh, basically a, a party, like a celebratory meal or party. A bean. A bean. Fe- a bean party. Bean feast. Bean feast yeah. Okay. That's just a euphemism for a party. Yes. Was this like slang at the time? Seventy slang. Uh. It described a festive occasion with a meal and perhaps an outing. Oh, dude, I oh. messed up. I thought I thought <laughs> I thought you meant bring your own beans. Yeah, I brought oh. my I brought my seven layer bean dip. I mean, is this that seven layers, guys? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what a party! <laughs> you said bean feast, seven layers. We're gonna be here all night. <laughs> Is this related to the slang "cool beans"? Do you remember when that was? Oh my god! Yes. Because where did that come from? I don't know. (laughs) Chilled legumes. If you have a cool bean feast, cool beans. How do these things even happen? Well, clearly, I think they're clearly related. I mean, that was probably actually uh, in in the book, and they're like, you know, we got to put that in. You know, it's legit. There's like a a, like a two page spread with a giant fucking bean for the bean feast, and they're like. (laughs) We got to. We got to. Are we it's putting a line on in the song? <laughs> 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 Fucking avocado toast. I will say my favorite bit of uh, filmmaking in the film. Uh, f- favorite sequence shot right after Charlie finds the ticket and he gets mobbed 
by all the adults. Oh, yeah. I love what the camera's doing there and their perspective shifts and what we're what we're seeing. It's so awesome. Dude, it gets so claustrophobic and you feel so stressed in those moments. Or you're like, is someone going to steal it? Is he going to get hurt? What the yeah. fuck? Who's like, you the know guy? he's going to the factory already, but still in that moment, it's so stressful. Who's the guy that saves him that knows him? He's like, Charlie, Charlie, you've done it. Like, uh, take, home, Charlie. Like, no uh, is that the home. tinker? Maybe it's the guy who No, nah, it wasn't the tinker, but that, that would have been badass. It was the tailor or the soldier or the spy. <laughs> yeah. Who just happened to know his name because he had that one interaction where he didn't introduce himself. Run, Charlie. Charlie's running away. He's like, he's like, wait, what? How do you know my name? He knows my name. <laughs> the tinker just takes off the fucking cleaver from that fucking cart. It's like, I'll hold back the adults. It just starts. And he starts yes. taking people down. That's the shit that yes. I want to see. That's how you make this movie a hit. <laughs> and he goes, John Wick on all their asses. <laughs> Run, Charlie! Run, Charlie! <laughs> Don't let my death be in vain! <laughs> and remember, Charlie, we are the music makers and the dreamers of dreams! <laughs> oh my gosh, are we at ratings here? Fuck no, man. Like, uh, like so, <laughs> how much... Uh... <laughs> oh. There's so much music in this movie that we haven't talked about. Yeah, we haven't talked about Is any there actual the score in this besides, like, the, the yes. musical numbers? Do, 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 do. It's, it's like pieces of, of, the, of the, you know, performance. So it, the that's big... why I said besides the musical numbers. It, they're just reprises of those motifs. Is there any? Is there any parts that's actual score? I don't remember actually noticing anything. Well, oh, they're arranged works. differently. Yeah, Mike. that's how scores work, Mike. Yeah, are there so any other sure. compositions in the film score that are not sang by people? Oh, uh, that's not sung. Yeah, they 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 wrote uh, some scores, but it is pulling from those musical melodies. They're all the motifs that yeah. are re- repricing. Okay, yeah. all right. All right. I mean, it's it, some of it's pretty iconic, like the the Pure Imagination song. Like that's very catchy and memorable. It's not really in the movie, though. I mean, he's just like, yeah, I'm going to sing, and then Paul's No, there's that, that, that little bell, dun, 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 that, little, that little bell thing pops up every now and then, you know? Yeah, like little... it's not like a, it's not a musical, like, moment, like, really in the movie. It's just like he's, I don't know. He's setting up the rules, you know? You, you need to do what I say. Or else. Yeah, or you'll <laughs> die. I'm going to smack you with my cane. Yeah, that cane is very bendy. Did you uh, see yeah, him very, walking out? And it's like it's it's going from straight to like a lot of faith in that cane because dude, if it were to snap, he's going down. My God, <laughs> right I into was those like, rocks. That thing is just straight up plastic. Like, yeah. who, who thinks that would be a usable cane? I'm so confused. What did uh, what, what was the budget, Brian? How much money did it make? The budget was three million. Uh, three? Yeah, that was seventy one. I mean, that's, Bond that's movies amount, had man. budgets of like you know nine million. And those okay. were giant. So okay, okay. Keep okay. it in perspective. Actually, yeah, that's that's a helpful perspective. Yeah, uh, it made uh, four million dollars in the U.S. at the time, so it wasn't uh, really. Well, I was going to say it wasn't a real big hit, but it was still number twenty-four, uh, the highest-grossing movie of the year. So, in the middle somewhere. But when did it become a classic? Uh, I... Nineteen seventy-two. Home video. <laughs> yeah, home well, video. I feel like... T- like Home video TBS. did it, yeah. Because I know it wasn't a big hit when it was released, but I mean, I feel like this is a movie that everyone has seen. Yeah. Which which one of the kids like Oompa Loompa takeaways did you guys like the best? 
Which was your favorite kid takeaway? Hmm. I mean, I always enjoyed the Mike TV bit. The whole, like, I'm going to jump on oh. this camera thing, and then he just fucking pushes the giant button that's, like, right there so nobody can you stop know, him. I thought about that one a lot on my second viewing, and I was like, man, what a waste. Like, the amount of chocolate, and he, like even thinking about having to make, like, the larger, like, wrappers just to make a smaller bar, just to prove that you can. Like, man, you're, you're like, your overhead, your cost. You're not making any oh, money yeah. on these chocolate no, bars. I, I thought the same thing, and, and again, the capitalistic training i was like what the fuck why am i thinking that way this dude can transmit things over the air yeah do you think they're extra sweet since you have this you know you're, you're going to use like you know is like it concentrated is that what you're yeah it's concentrated yeah wouldn't it be less sweet when it shrinks down because you you know if it was extra sweet it would be like too well if i sweet. had to use like a whole five pound bag of sugar for this like one giant chocolate bar and then i shrink that down to a normal chocolate bar like that amount of sugar like I don't know if it it's, goes less it's sweet. Not, uh, no, it's not I think like it's putting so it in the microwave where it gets like actually congealed into one. Thing. Hold on, it's let's like, think about this though. You think it's a texture if, thing? If you had Stay a grain of sugar that was like normal size and then you shrink it down, it's still one grain of sugar. It's like it's like going from 480p to like you know to 4k. Like you know you got smaller, so you, it's like you get more you, you, defined. Yeah, right? your grain of sugar is not bigger. You just made a bigger bar. The the ingredients are still the same, right? In the chocolate bar. So now yeah. all your ingredients have actually been shrunk. Into your, I don't know. What so you're would getting happen. the same amount of sugar. So it's like every time you take a bite of that bar, it's like taking like a quarter of a fucking bag of sugar into your mouth. So you're you're talking like Ant Man density rules, where where you're you're taking the larger thing and it's just making it more dense, and so that's the same amount it's, of elements in a smaller yeah, package. It's it's like instant diabetes. I like, don't think that's <laughs> I don't think that's the way it is. <laughs> I think I think in in this in in this universe they are just making it like a miniature in the same way that you can that in the beginning of the movie yeah, when they're okay, walking but, into that room. But Mike, when they're making the, it though, they're not they're not using the same ingredient. They would have to use whatever they would have to use shit. like yeah like so instead of using like a you know exponentially build a it tablespoon up, yeah. of sugar, they would have to use like five or six pounds. Yeah, exactly. So every bite of that's what I'm saying. Like you know you're, you're it's like. So what happens then? Super intense. Do, is the sugar because it's the same size? Does it's it like the fentanyl so... of fucking chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but what if the grain gets so small you couldn't even taste it anymore, and you actually got the piece of chocolate and it was like the most bitter thing ever? It just goes straight into the bloodstream. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, mm. oh, Christopher Nolan needs to make a movie just about this chocolate bar and this <laughs> chocolate bar machine. Well, it, it's kind of like inner space, you know? Like they, they shrink you down so you can go into the rabbit. I don't know. Same same kind of principle here. Did not ever think we were going to spend this much <laughs> time on this part, but you know, these aren't the important questions. Brian. They are. These are the things I think about when watching movies. Up there with is this kid's actual name, last name TV, or is he just and saying like, oh, I'm going to fucking love TV because Willy Wonka immediately turns and goes, Mrs. TV, I presume. She's like, hello. I thought it was a fucking hilarious joke where he's like making fun of the kid, and well, then in the credits they're both credited as T E E V E E, and I'm like, hold on, they cannot be actually named that. That's ridiculous. It's a funny joke if it's not that, but goddamn, it's like all all the parents have uh, like names that are similar. You know, like they're not in the fucking list here, but you got like uh, George and Georgina and shit like that. Every single couple has it has that name convention. Throughout the movie, even all the grandparents, Joe and Josephine. This is we're gonna chalk it up to lazy writing, then. 
<laughs> no, it's cute. It's, is it's it for a, the kids so the film. kids can remember who's related? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Real Joel does not have a lot of uh, confidence in the people reading his books, I guess. He could just be lazy. Or maybe he doesn't have that good of a memory, and that's how he Or it's just a cute little it. thing. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's super cute. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Remember. Um, <laughs> no, stop. Don't. No, stop. Don't. No. How? Okay, no, for reals, please. though. How? How is the meme of, of him going on his hand on his elbow and being like, tell me more about that. How is that a meme? But no, stop. Come back. How is that not a meme? It's because he's not doing that smirk. Yeah. <laughs> Help, murder, please. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my chocolate. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's that's he's the contaminating scene. my own chocolate. That's the scene that bothered me when he's like, welcome to my factory. You guys can go in. Everything's edible. I was like, they can't just touch everything. <laughs> right. That's really gross. So no, you can touch everything gross. except for the fucking, you know, the river. where the, that, That's the chocolate's going through. Everything else is for you to like, you know, that that's the break room, basically. Oh, is that the break you room? Go, <laughs> you, go out, ha, ha, you can go out and have your like, you know, your, your, your sip of tea or whatever and your, your buttercups. Don't go during lunchtime. It smells like farts. <laughs> oh, it's oopaloopa farts. Yeah. Oof. Have you guys been to a, a, an actual chocolate factory? Uh, yes, I've been to the Hershey several. factory. Okay, can I ask you this? So obviously Willy Wonka is like not real, but were you guys still still disappointed when you went into a, a chocolate factory and you were like, it's just like a, cho- it's a factory? Okay. Yeah. No, I was like, <laughs> where's the chocolate is, room? You're just like, this oh, this? <laughs> you're like, yeah, this is yeah. this is right. Okay. I want my giant gummy <laughs> yeah. bears, please. I don't know. It's pretty I've, cool. You know, it's not okay. It is, but it's, it's, it's not. Cool. It's disappointing. If you've it's never seen a sausage if you've never seen a factory of like like stuff getting made on a massive scale, <laughs> like it's impressive from that sort of a perspective. But I definitely felt like Gene from Bob's Burgers going to the candy factory and being like, "Where's my candy room?" <laughs> yeah, I was like not I, expecting a you know chocolate you know fountain. Okay, no, no. I was not expecting a yacht down the chocolate (laughs) river in a second. I I was not expecting any of that. But still, you get there and you're just like, wow, this is like cold and mechanical. (laughs) And like, there's nothing going on here. Okay. Nobody cares, Sean. I don't know. It's pretty cool how automated those plants are. No, because that's the other thing. So my other like experience. So you have the chocolate factory here and then you have the chocolate factory in uh, with Lucille Ball in I Love Lucy. And so then when you go to it and it's just like it's just like nothing. It's just like a machine spitting out chocolate. You're just like, okay. (laughs) Machines putting in the boxes too. Yeah, like we're like, come on, what's going on here guys? There's no even even there to eat the (laughs) excess chocolate that won't fit in the box. Like, what's the point of this? (laughs) My job is I eat the uh, leftover chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I do love how petty that girl is every time she gets on TV. She's oh, like, dude. She's, she's like, she's like hey, Cornelia, how you doing, sweetie? That's right. Still chewing the same fucking piece of gum, bitch. Like, <laughs> so petty. Yeah, dude. Violet's a bitch, man. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to say, I love their little outfits, both the little girls, Violet and Veruca, for as nasty as they were, they had like the cutest little outfits on. They did. They did. How about Charlie's old ass sweaters? Like that first one that oh, you those see him in? Oh, good though. I oh, like those. 
Okay, and like one of his grandmas was always knitting, which I appreciated too. Yes. And he gets that. Oh my god, he gets that like red scarf for his yeah, birthday. That's a good scarf. Oh my god, it looks so good. I was like, dang, I need like a grandma who can't. He's bedridden and it's <laughs> all day. They never that's called a clothes. slave, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> my fingers hurt. Keep knitting, grandma. <laughs> I'll give your fingers something to hurt. Now you sit down and finish these quilts. <laughs> And, and, like, only one of the grandmas was doing it. Like, the other three were doing nothing. Like, they could have had, like, a business going. Right? Really like, to. how's the mom they're not, like, They're just spreading gossip and smelling each other's farts. I mean, you know, they're just sitting in the same nasty-ass bed for t- 20 years. I did oh, love... I, I had the fucking question. I was like, if they can't get out of the bed... Where do they go pee? No, and then there's one fucking They show the bedpan. One guy. They show the bedpan. They show the fucking bedpan. Yeah, they do. Like, they love that. When he goes down, he's like, he's like, Charlie, find my slippers, Charlie. And, and the he like leans under the bed. Like, oh, oh. And you know what? Every time I look under my bed, it's way dustier than their bed, and it really right? pissed me off. Like when I, they, their bed, That's under their bed, should have been way pan. dustier. You need a bit. Oh, <laughs> they oh, are that using that space. Dust? Okay, like there's okay. no time for dust to collect. Charlie has to go. The, the, his belly wipes it off because he's always oh, in there crawling to find the bedpan. They don't have any pets. That's the difference. <laughs> they ate it. They can't afford a pet. <laughs> cabbage and rabbit stew. That, they don't eat stew. They eat cabbage water. They don't have enough cabbage to make it. Into when stew. a loaf of bread is a feast, I don't. I shouldn't be smoking tobacco. Just one pipe a day, Dad. Don't encourage that man. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Grandpa, get off your ass and get a job. You fucking dead weight. Yeah, he's over here doing like if he would have stood up and like broke his hip, like all right, we, we would have been like, oh, okay, cool. You know, it, it would have made sense. Yeah, yeah. He so should have been excited. like hobbling around on a different cane. No, they should have been pushing him in a wheelchair through the mm-hmm. fucking like f- through the factory. Yeah. That would have made uh, the whole like bubble thing where he's oh, flying. Oh, when he can actually fly. fly. He's like, I'm walking, Charlie. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm walking. I'm flying. Because it oh would give Charlie God. a reason to actually drink yes. it because he's a good boy. But, he's, but you know what? This will help Grandpa get up. That would have been fucking that great. great. So instead, yeah. he's the asshole who's like, all right, well, I finally have a reason to get out of bed. Fuck you. But Charlie's little like weird burps, like, eh, and he like leans his eh, head up like, eh, eh, like, like he's using eh, it to like, you know, eh. like project himself down because he, he like burps up so it like pushes him down <laughs> okay i also kind of low-key hated that moment because i'm like well what happens if they burp too much and then they just they just fucking plummet from yeah. lake so high they don't know well they should have thought about that before trying before breaking the rules that's... yeah and now they have to clean that <laughs> ceiling. we have to sanitize the ceiling <laughs> I will say, I think one of the reasons this movie has lasted is because in between all of the crazy, absurd, uh, and the rules and all of this and, and, and how, you know, how to behave and all of that, there are bits and pieces where there, he's very profound and he's like, he's clearly like telling you something that as a child, you don't quite understand yet. And so there's something to keep coming back and learning here. Mm. He's always mumbling things. Like even at the end, he's like, you know. Um, so shines a good deed in a weary world. He's always like giving himself these little, these little like sayings. Also, he has a really great purple velvet coat. And great so fucking coat. I think that also helps with the longevity of the film. And, it's and his top hat slightly cocked. Yeah, I liked the top hat too. I think it's sli- it's a bit unfortunate that he is such a specific character because I think maybe that is what stops more men from wearing velvet coats. I would like to encourage that <laughs> <laughs> no brian it's a problem 
Is it a problem? Is there like, is. A, like a total yeah, lack of velvet coats going on? No, I, I have not seen think, any I don't, I don't this season. Where you no. even buy one? No, you even buy I one? haven't seen people like men wearing them and like years. Oh, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm bringing does it, it back. make you Wait, always look please. like a vampire? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, you don't look like a vampire. You don't look like an, a crazy like chocolatier. Like you can just like. You can just like wear it and like look normal and cool at the same time. It, Kristen, if you purple, show me where to find one, I'll buy one because I be think purple. that's cool. Uh, no, wait, what did you say? I would love to find one. If you, so, if you know where to get them, I'll, oh I'll buy yeah, one. actually, I, I made one for somebody um, like two years mm. ago. I guess I could make more. Um, but yeah, are you I sure think... you wouldn't look like a crazy chocolatier? Well, oh, you need the hat for that, I think. I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Uh, maybe you do. Make it a Otherwise, deep burgundy like a instead of the purple. Ooh, that's like a nice smoking jacket. Like oh, yes. I was going to say, I like the dark green, too. Oh, okay. I feel like that's really good with men also. Ooh, well, yeah. and anybody, but like... A dark green velvet too. jacket. Yeah, I think it's yeah. really nice. Why do you think that Willy Wonka cleaned everybody? Why do, why do you hose them down? <laughs> you th- do you think that was to go into the TV zone? Like, like it had to be decontaminated to go into that area? It was a problem I mean, they, that they built and they shot that's what I think. It, it wasn't. It wasn't for a reason. It wasn't because you, you've got chocolate. Like there's specific like chocolate mites that get on you once you go through the chocolate zone. Chocolate mites. <laughs> so he's like, "We're going through the car wash, baby." Yeah. Here we go. I mean, he did take them through the car wash. That scene always horrified me as a child. Like, could you imagine going somewhere and someone spraying you down? <laughs> well, the mom's like, "It's in my hair. It's in my eyes." Ah. <laughs> That's how I feel just watching it. Yeah, I'm a little overwhelmed by that for sure. And then I read some shit that was like, oh, yeah. And then the cast was the cast and crew. Nobody knew that it was also like inflammatory on the skin. So they all had like fucking they broke out or something for a couple days after doing that that scene. Broke out with what? I don't know. I read one thing that was like everybody had like irritation on their skin after having all of that foam yeah, on them. They also talk about how they tried to do a lot of stuff where what you see is like a, like um, actual reaction. Like the first time when they see things is when you that see it. That drives but me crazy. It's, it's bullshit like, because oh, they're getting coverage. It was, like, it was like, genuine reactions. Yeah, though. They didn't see the thing. Like no, no kidding. Welcome to fucking movie making. Yeah, but That's also bullshit because there's coverage about? here and you're seeing different yeah. things. I mean, it, it does make a good story. Like, we didn't see the set until they filmed it in the first moment. Well, cool. Then you spent the next three hours doing that same reaction. Like, give me a break. Did you guys see all of the clips about how Gene Wilder hates all the new um, versions of Willy Wonka? And I think it's great. Yeah. Refuses to watch them. I mean, that's fair. He's like, he's like, I like, I like Johnny Depp as an actor. I just don't know about, uh, and then, and then like, I've seen one, a couple things where he's like, he's like, you know, I like Tim Burton and all that. And another one, he's like, I just don't like that director. Like, you know, so he, well, <laughs> as it went, as yeah. it went, he was just basically like, fuck him, you know, for, for making this dark movie that's out, off tone from what we did. I don't think it is off tone. I rewatched it. I did fall asleep though. I will say, um, I've seen it before, but, and I saw it in the theater. Um, but I, I made it about. 40 minutes in on HBO Max before I fell asleep. <laughs> and it's it, it's Tim Burton, um, Edward Scissorhands, fucking does snow in it, of course. But, I mean, it's it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know. The grandparents are immediately more likable. Hmm. Is that good, though? Maybe we should hate them. Like The grandparents actually look like they're crippled and have actually have a hard time. 
that's getting helpful. around. And there's a dad all too, in the same bed, you know. And the dad keeps losing his job and stuff. And they're they're oh, like they play be... comedy into that too. Into him being into him being unemployed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's funny, Chris. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Look, 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 guys. Do I don't, I don't want right. to hear it. Come on, this movie oh, is hilarious. like fucking teaching kids. Uh, hey, you know what? If you just really wish for it, magic fucking shit will happen for you, and that's enti- That's okay. You're entitled to that. Uh, no, 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 oh, no. But no, Brian, don't don't on. forget about the man who no. suddenly got everything no. he ever wanted. Okay. He lived happily, he lived ever, happily ever, ever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. No, this movie is teaching you that if you are a good person, good things can happen to you. That's what it's mm-hmm. teaching you. Just be honest. And that you and should good. have hope. You should have hope. That's what it's teaching you. It's teaching you that yes, the rich, spoiled kids get what they will get in there, but it's showing you that you can compete. No. He has hope because of a contest that is started by some rich guy. And the grandfather and everyone else, when the freaking contest is over, you see Charlie in the bed crying. Now, that later turns yeah. out to be a fake, but come the fuck on. Like, that's what you're crying about? You have all this depression around you? Get the fuck. That's hope? Uh, yeah, because fucking Grandpa Joe built it up in his head. Well, you really, you really want this, don't these you? These aren't real you really poor want people. This, don't you? this wasn't written by real poor people. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But in terms I of... I even knew it, that as a child That's fair. That's up. fair. That's perfectly valid. I'm not arguing with that. But I will say in terms of it being a fairy tale and part of fairy tale month, what it's showing you is that, yes, there, you will be standing next to people who don't care. You'll be standing next to people who are rich and entitled. You'll be standing next to people who are petty as fuck and will backstab you any chance they get uh but you can still stand there and you can still um there's still an option for you and so that's why and if you are a good person and you stick to your morals uh you can succeed you can yeah that's so this is like this is why this is a fairy tale this is why it's good for kids it may fall apart i think uh, for like deeper (laughs) fine for deeper analysis it can fall apart i'm not gonna i'm not arguing with you but i'm saying like for kids it's a good fairy tale redemption in this no no no, think about all the other movies up and then he apologizes Okay. Right? Like okay. like all of the other ones handle these like uh, very simple themes and uh, tack on a little bit more of a complex uh, issue. Like even Ever After. And this movie just kind of... It's very simplistic. It is so simplistic that it almost but makes you want to vomit. it's bad. Okay, no, it doesn't. Well, it tell does. me a single Road Doll <laughs> movie or book story that the is... The Fantastic Mr. Fox. That was Road Doll? Yeah, right? Was mm-hmm. it? Or was it not? I don't know. Yes. You're right. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Yes. That one was good. Um, I haven't watched those other Wes Anderson shorts that are on Netflix uh, right now. Yeah, he's got yeah. shorts now. Yeah. yeah. He also did uh, The Witches, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I like that movie. Did kid. he really do Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I've seen that <laughs> once. When I, have, I, was I don't. A young I don't remember fucking it, kid. But I do uh-huh. remember I liked it when I was a kid because I sing the song all the time. <laughs> oh, oh no! His biggest thing is Matilda, guys. Come on, oh, Matilda. Matilda. Oh damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie was fucked up. That movie was fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> that chocolate cake scene. Bro. What are, are we at ratings here? God, Brian, yeah. I guess we are. All right. Who's going first? Who's rating? You are. We walk it in the chocolate <laughs> factory. All right. Uh, I'm going to give this movie an eight. Um, I know it's a classic. I know a lot of people like it. Um, it's not one that I super, super like. I think it's got some pacing issues. The beginning... 
which I did not care much for as a child, I really appreciate as an adult. And the last half of the movie with the kids going through the factory is kind of boring. Uh, the sets look a little low budge. Um, I really, really, really dislike the back bright windows in the candy factory that are like Ooh. right over the fucking waterfall. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it makes it feel small, bro. Right? Yeah, it bothers the yeah. fuck out of me. I fucking hate it. I wish they would have yeah. done anything else but that. I just fucking hate it so fucking much. Yeah, eight. Uh, every, everything else is 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 fine. I don't know about the message it's teaching, and I don't know about some of these characters. And I guess we're just gonna overlook some of these things. But yeah, whatever. Not not that bad of a, a film. It is. Uh, is it's not that bad of a film. It, it's it's uh, it's a classic because it's memorable because it's fucking weird. It's probably a lot of people's first really weird movie that they saw. Uh, you know, uh, Gene Wilder. Love love Gene Wilder. Um, I've seen a lot of him in the Richard Pryor stuff. He, he's fucking great. Probably his best most known role. Uh, very fun movie. Uh, in my heart, I'd like to give it a ten. Uh, but as far as a film goes, it's, it's a little TV movie. Uh, so mm. I, I think that bumps it down to a nine for me, but uh, I, I still enjoy it every time I watch it. Uh, I, I see I see different stuff every time I've I've seen it. Uh, I, I enjoyed watching it this time, and I'm also geared up to to see Wonka now, and that's a direct uh, that that's a prequel to this one, correct? That has nothing to do with the Tim Burton Wonkas, right? Yeah, I think it's loosely connected to this one. They're at least taking the Oompa Loompa design based off the trailer. I think there's just well, cool. one Oompa yeah. Loompa though. No, no, no. There's multiples. Oh, are I think. There? Yeah, they're just duplicating him like they did Deep Roy. And, uh... Oh, it's the Oompas. Oh, Loompa. I heard someone complaining mm-hmm. that. Okay, all right. It's an origin yeah. story. He's just got to meet the one, and then he's got to go rescue them all. Got to go rescue them from and all the fucking them. horn Whatever. swogglers and fucking, you know, vomitious canids. <laughs> Come work in my factory for free. <laughs> no, I'm going to. You know, you'll, live, you'll have an endless supply of chocolate. <laughs> They will live safely. Yeah, Jared. What you don't that know doesn't say anything about fucking payment. No, Oompa Loompas survive on chocolate, bro. You don't know that. <laughs> That's cool. They, they have to have a high, they, they have like a really Still low blood payment. sugar, and so they have to eat like at least seven <laughs> or eight bars of chocolate a day. And actually, you know, if they send the chocolate through the fucking like the uh, Wonka Vision, they they can take smaller jo- doses of chocolate and still get their sugar rate up. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know how that affects the rating, but uh... <laughs> I don't either. For a movie that's 50 years old, I think it holds up pretty well. Um, it's it's fun and weird in all the ways that I enjoy things to be fun and weird. But, it, man, as a, like, a movie-going experience, I found myself like bored several times um, to the point that when the music started going, I, I treated it like commercial breaks. I was like, all right, I need to get up for a second. Um, and those happen like five or six times. And, you know, for, for the pacing of a film, I don't think that's great because this movie is not that long. What is it? Under two hours? It's like it, it, it's like an hour and 36 minutes, something like 100 that. 100 minutes. 100 minutes. Yeah. yeah I shouldn't. It five, feels like I, it. I should not feel five or six different times where I'm like, I'm ready to not be watching this movie for a minute in 100 minutes. That's that's some pacing issues. Um Maybe it's because Road Dahl supposedly wrote the screenplay for this, even though there was definitely some ghostwriters that punched it up for sure. I, I, I like the characters. I like the ways that that they um, – well, let me rephrase. I like some of the characters. I like the ways that they actually have consequences for people doing shit that is kind of fucked up. Um, 
But yeah, man, the sets are are very cheap looking. Part of me wants to believe that it's supposed to be cheap looking for the sake of like, oh, look, it's fantastical and it's magical. But also like it looks cheap looking and there's nothing in the movie that tells me that it's supposed to be that way. It just seems like they, well, you know, maybe we didn't have the the money or the budget or whatever. I want to like this movie more than I do. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm going to give this a seven. Just it, it, it. It's a solid classic. A lot of people grew up with it, but, you know, it's not masterpiece. It's not masterful filmmaking. There's a lot of fun. It's worth watching. It's a solid seven. Solid seven. All right. All right. Close this out, Kristen. Yeah, okay. So, no, I think I tend to agree with a lot of you guys. This is a simplistic story. The pacing is off and... Uh, it does. It doesn't look. It looks really cheap. Um, I will say that I. It's unfortunate that it looks so cheap because I think a lot of thought went into it, most more than other movies. Um, so it's kind of unfortunate that it looks the way it does. Um, that being said, I think this is a. It's a good, uh, you know, it's a good movie for kids. I think, and I think that it has enough there that it can stick with you through a, your adulthood which is something that's kind of interesting the way they like planted bits and pieces in there like almost subliminally so that when you're watching it as a kid you don't quite understand what they're saying but you're interested in it so anyway i don't know i'm going to um i'm going to give it a um i guess an 8.5 it's. It could be a lot. There's a lot of things that it could be better, but it's still, I think, a great movie. Man, all coming in around the the eight area. You know, uh, Mike, you said something about you know when the musical st- section started. Uh, it's when it's time to get up and go. I did see one. See someone post about the new Wonka film. It's like, oh yes, keep in mind that this one is a musical. Oh so. fuck me! God damn it. <laughs> Thank you for that warning. Yeah. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is strange yet comforting, full of narrative detours that don't always work but express the film's uniqueness. Rotten Tomatoes certifies Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory as fresh with a 91% tomato meter with an audience score of 87%. Wow, that's insane. That's some some nostalgic waiting right there. That's okay. Sometimes you need it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. So with that, You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at checkthegate. Griggs, where can they find you? I am Mike TV. No, I'm just kidding. I'm on Instagram <laughs> at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And I'm on. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits. Guys, what are we? What are we closing out tonight? There's too much music here. Um, should we do a song? Should we do a piece of the soundtrack? A little score? Like what? What are we doing here? Well, you open with you obviously open with Candyman, and then you close with the with the theme at the, at the, at the, at the end. <laughs> I mean, I'm partial the to theme at the end. Lupa What's the songs? theme at the end? The pure imagination song? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But I think we could also play like an Oompa Loompa song. An Oompa Loompa <laughs> song? Oh, yeah. An Oompa Loompa <laughs> song. 
What do you get? <laughs> if you, you listen down sweets, Hold on, let me see eating if I as much as an elephant eats. <laughs> I don't like the look of it. <laughs> They're classics, okay? They are classics, um, man. Nailed it. I like when the album and the Chipmunks covered them all. They were great. <laughs> they were the actually the originals. They just sped them up so that they would play. In the- that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. I guess we'll do that. So we're, we're going to close out with track number eight from the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory soundtrack. This is titled Oompa Loompa. And this is from composer Leslie Brickus and Anthony fucking forget this dude's last name and my phone just fucking died. Oh, fuck. And Anthony Lully. Enjoy. Boom. Done. Fuck this. I've got a perfect puzzle for you. If you are wise, you'll listen to me. What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? Eating as much as an elephant eats. What are you at getting terribly fat? What do you think will come of that? I don't like the look of it. Oompa, loompa, doompa dee da. If you're not greedy, you will go far. You will live in happiness too. Like the Oompa, loompa, doompa dee doo. Doom, 